Despite the fact that corporate management level type employees are hired at will, meaning the employee can be let go for any legal reason, and an employee can also leave for any reason, and neither side incurs legal liability. So despite that, we as a society refer to such jobs as secure, and I put that in quotation marks. When aspiring entrepreneurs talk about leaving their you know, secure corporate job to start a business, they're often admonished to stay. No, 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 don't go away. Don't, don't let this secure job slip away. And that security has come to mean, okay, it's a place to go every day. It's a regular paycheck. Maybe there's benefits like subsidized healthcare, insurance, matching 401k funds. And like when I was in Hollywood, you got a free movie every week. So, you know, that's really the one perk I miss the most. But so you're all secure. You're all secure, except for that nagging sensation you have that you're not. And when you finally decide to walk away from corporate to pursue your entrepreneurial dream full time, how do you get corporate out of your head? Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Lane, and this is your podcast if you are thinking that it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business. This is episode 82, how to get out of your corporate head when starting your own business. You know, uh, back in when I was working in Ed Corporate, there was this executive who was super upset one day after lunch. And I'll say X, I'll call this person X. So X tells me, um, you know, says something like, I had lunch with Y today. And Y paid with the Platinum Corporate American Express card. Sob, sob, sob. And that's like, you know, this person was practically crying. And I mean, like literally crying. Okay. So I'm a little confused. Um, I'm like, you know, looking confused. And I guess X picks up on that. And X says, Y must have been promoted. You only get the Platinum Corporate card if you've been promoted. More sobs. Cry, cry, cry. So I got it, okay? I was totally getting what had happened. Everyone at a certain management level, including me, had a green corporate American Express card. So that's the card you get to use for all your expenses, you know, wherever the company is paying, right? And I'd had a corporate card pretty much my entire career when I worked as a professional. And at this particular company where I was, when you were promoted to a certain level, you then got the platinum corporate card. So this executive was just saying, that the ex, the first executive, the crying executive, had just realized that Y had been promoted. That's what the card meant. That's what paying with the card meant. The recognition did not come from an inter-office memo or a company email announcement or anything like that. No, it was much more typically corporate than that. Y got to show off the new credit card over lunch and basically, I think, did it on purpose, basically throw in X's face like, hey, look at me, I just got promoted. So more sobs. You can hear the crying now, right? Cry, 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 cry. I'm real. I'm pretty sure Y did it all on purpose just to piss X off, okay? But, but putting that aside, that's corporate life too. You have to put up with that kind of crap. So putting that all aside, you know, when you've lived your working career in a corporate setting. You begin to relate everything back 
to the trappings, and I say that with a capital T, total double entendre intended, the trappings of corporate life. So instead of having an intelligent adult discussion about the vagaries of the promotion system or what was on the lunch menu, X's self-esteem and X's self-worth and X's sense of professionalism and everything is all tied up in the color of the corporate card that corporate hands out. And when you're crying about that kind of stuff, maybe it's time to get out of corporate. And I know for some people, it's completely the opposite. It's time to double down and get that platinum card, right? So some of you, you know, you make the decision to walk away. You walk away, not just from the job as it stands, but also from everything that the job stands for and its place in the world and what it all means in the broader picture of who you are. So even if you've never worked in corporate before, but you're trying to make a decision about your job, you're still tied to those same kinds of trappings. They might not be as fancy as the color of your corporate card, but there's still a sense of that secure part in secure job that is hanging there with you. And, you know, it's probably been with you for years, right? And even if you're, even if you've never worked, it's with you because you know what it means when somebody says, go get a secure job. You know already, even if you've never worked in a corporate setting before or even a factory or anywhere, you just know what that means. So you're tied to that idea that what is secure is secure and it has a lot of secure offerings. It's what everybody says is the right thing. So the the only way, best way maybe to get rid of these ideas out from your head that have been so ingrained and are so part of what society tells you. To get rid of these ideas, you have to replace them. So here's the challenge. Let's think about what those secure things mean and how they can be replaced. Okay, obviously the number one, the, the, the whole concept of working at the very top of the list is a consistent weekly, bi-weekly, monthly paycheck. So when you know that's no longer coming, that that money is no longer going to automatically show up in your bank account, that's when you panic, right? (laughs) That's when you say, I cannot walk away. Nine times out of 10, that's what's hovering over your head when you're trying to make the decision. If you started your business before leaving your job and you already have a second income going, that transition's a lot easier, right? If you're working your nine to five, You started your side hustle. You've got a business on the side. You see the revenue coming in. You've started to make money. It's all, you know, you can see it's actually, maybe even it's the same amount of money you make in your regular job. That makes things so much easier, right? Not completely easy because that security thing is still there, but it makes it easier compared to if you just decide you're going to walk away and let that income stop. Wow. Then that's big. Okay. So that's that level of anxiety that comes up with reducing your income. Now, if you absolutely cannot stand your job and you just don't walk, you walked away because you're just like, can't stand it, gotta go, dying to do my own thing, then you have to focus right from the beginning on replacing that income, right? You need to replace that income as the motivating factor when working on your business. That's what becomes the most important thing because you really... You start to feel too scared and too anxious about how you're going to eat and pay the bills if you don't have some kind of income to replace the one you lost. 
So, and that goes also for your other financial benefits, especially health insurance in the United States. Maybe you had a, I don't know, you had a, um, sometimes you get like long-term disability policies and all these other things that you hadn't even thought of when you were not working. And now you had all these things, maybe even for a couple of years. And you start thinking like, wow, like it's not just replacing the income. What would it cost me to replace the entire package that I'm currently getting from corporate? So hopefully you have some idea about that before replacing, before walking away. Like some people, hey, you might just walk away. You might get forced to walk away or you might walk away um, without thinking about those things because you can't, you know, you can't stand the job anymore. But so you're going to think about them as you go forward because you're like, okay, now I don't have a job. I don't have the perks. So how do I get back to earning back to this, at least the position where I was? Oh yeah, and if you lost the corporate card too, American Express will be happy to, well, I won't say happy, but American Express has several business cards of multiple different colors that you can apply for and get one for yourself. So you could see what they would be willing to give you and you could continue to have some form of the corporate card, okay? So getting finances out of the way is the number one key thing. Working on your business, pushing yourself to the limit, to replace that salary that you lost and beyond. Replace the salary, replace the benefits and beyond as you work on your own business. And you're probably literally working twice as long as you used to with a much higher anxiety level, but also hopefully at a much higher inspirational and motivation level too. Okay, so now you have thought about that. You also have to think about things that maybe you weren't considering you walked away, like your workspace. I mean, maybe you had a great office with a view or your comfortable cubicle, or maybe corporate got you the ergonomic chair and the, you know, those rising up and down desks or whatever. Like maybe you got a whole bunch of that stuff thrown in. So you're going to be missing that immediately. <laughs> like you're going to realize like, oh yeah, right. I don't have all that stuff at home. In my new book, Recast, I write about how setting up your new place to work is one of the foundational actions for getting started with an online business. It's the kind of thing nobody mentions when you're getting started, but it's the exact kind of thing that provides an obstacle for people because you go to get started on your online business and realize you don't have anywhere to work. And suddenly you, you know, you put a day, a week or a month between your planned start date and your actual start date. So this is the chance to do what for yourself, what HR did for you when you first went to work in, in, in the office. When you first went to work, you know, HR takes you around. They, uh, they show you your workspace. They show you where to get coffee. They show you where the supplies are. So you have to do that for yourself. Now, you might not get the beautiful view and you might not get everything set up exactly the way you want, but you get the advantage of being where you want to be with all the stuff around you that you want. So do that for yourself set up a comfortable workspace, make yourself your own HR and make sure you've got everything that you want in that one place. Now, it's outside of the office, you're not going to have any more idle conversations or the water cooler talk or busy time or endless meetings. You know, as an entrepreneur with your own business, you're going to be continuously busy, especially in the beginning. So you're not going to have much time to miss kind of the wasted time in the office job. But on the other side, you're also not going to have the exchange of ideas 
and meeting new interesting people, like at least on a day-to-day basis, hopefully you were able to meet interesting people, let's say on a weekly basis. And meetings were things I actually got done with where you could bounce ideas you know, around. You're going to have to do all that on your own. So that's difficult to adjust to as well. So you have to prepare yourself for that life of isolation and solitary decisions and meetings of one. Now, some of you might actually be working on your business with a partner and so you don't have to worry about that. But for those that do and are on their own, you have to make that adjustment out of corporate and be ready to work on your own. Now, for those of you who don't like that idea, but you want your own business, but you don't want to work on your own, you can get around that too. And you do that by seeking out like-minded people. Um, In the pandemic time, it's not as easy to go, you know, where before you could just go to a meetup or something. Now you have to sort of strategically look around to see who's having virtual meetings and see if you can get on those and meet people that way. But you can, and you could put out feelers through social media to form masterminds or other groups with people who are interested in doing what you're doing. So you could also try and find an accountability partner who could help you stay on track. And it doesn't even have to be somebody who's starting a business. It helps if it is, because you can help each other. But it could also just be if you've got a good friend, if you've got a friend who likes to set goals and you say, look, I'm starting a business and I want to set goals for myself and I want to be accountable to somebody and I just want to talk to somebody every week and say, here's where I'm at. You know, make that friend your accountability partner or just just so you can know that you're going to have to report in every week and that will help you stay on track, give you somebody to talk to every week and it'll help you stay focused on your action plan. So you start to slowly get rid of all the things that were corporate and made your corporate life what it was as you start to work on your business in all these different ways. The key is that you're replacing all those parts of corporate life that you like the most, that you miss the most, but you, you replace them with similar support that you can get in the online business world. And over time, as, as the days go by and the weeks and the months and your business is growing and doing so many different things, you are focused more on your business and you have memories, all those memories of your former life start to fade away. And this new one becomes much more omnipresent and relevant in your, you know, every day. So you can sort of begin to really enjoy it so much more. If you're just starting out and you, um, you're still trying to decide on a business idea and you're not quite sure you know, you know, you want to do something, but you haven't figured out how to nail down your business idea yet, then join me on Thursday, this coming Thursday. And I help you start that process by doing a deep dive into developing a business idea in a webinar called how to find the business idea that fuels the life of your dreams without compromising yourself. And you can go to success.readyentrepreneur.com forward slash register dash now to sign up to attend. And the link is also in the description. And I'm super thrilled to let you know that my new book, Recast, The Aspiring Entrepreneur's Prep Guide to Starting an Online Business is launching on Sunday, July 19th, 2020. So that means the book um, this week is starting Friday, the, the Friday before the 9th, July 19th. It's going to be top secret, listed for free on Amazon.com through the weekend. So I'm not advertising um, that it's free until the 48-hour free promo for launch day. But if you're listening, go over to Amazon, get your free copy. There's also a link in the description. I hope you read Recast and review it and let me know what you think. It's a short read. It's the first 10 actions that you can take when you're getting ready to start your business 
very tactical and action-oriented as I always like to be here at readyentrepreneur.com. So please, as you read it, you'll read it quickly and then leave a review and uh, let me know your feedback. And I think the first five actions will surprise you just like we've been talking about here. Um, I'm going to do a full overview of recast in the, in the podcast in the next coming two weeks. But just as we we're talking about here, like things like setting up your workspace, the kind of thing that people overlook, but are that is just so critical to actually getting started because you, you know, it's an obstacle that you'll eventually hit. I, I try and capture all of that um, in the book. I do capture it in the book in the, in the first part there. So you can find it uh, on Amazon and, and get your free copy and then review and let me know what you think. Okay. Today, right now, you are living the opportunity to have the life you truly want. It's a life on your terms where you add value that you believe in and makes you feel like you're really contributing to build the world you want to see. Becoming an entrepreneur, being your own boss and having your own business is one of the best ways to take control of your life and to deliver for yourself your own life dream but you have to get started. So to recap, this is Ready Entrepreneur Podcast Episode 82, How to Get Out of Your Corporate Head When Starting Your Own Business. You have to slowly replace the trappings of corporate life with your solopreneur alternatives. Start with your salary and financial benefits, okay? Those come back to you from continuously focusing on the work required to replace the money as soon as possible. You reduce your expenses, you bring it, start earning revenue from your business as quickly as possible, doing incremental activities and build that salary back up to reduce your anxiety and your fear and your concerns about not getting your weekly paycheck and not getting the other benefits like healthcare and insurance and all the other things you might've been getting. You make sure you have a comfortable workspace that can be established wherever you decide to work. So you make sure that you put yourself in a place where you can be comfortable, just like they did for you when you first went to work in the office. And you can be happy, be happy about getting rid of the idle, wasted office time. But if you're desperate to reconnect with people, then do it within the confines of your online business interests. So you join masterminds, groups of like-minded people, find an accountability partner and replace the people that were just chit-chat people at work with people like you who are now focused on a business. You get out of your corporate head, you get out corporate, you get corporate out of your head by creating a new focus. And that's the value you want to deliver. The product or the service that your soon to be discovered community wants or needs from you delivered to them with your unique perspective and your singular approach. And once you've changed your focus, you're well on your way to being a recast entrepreneur for the long term. If you enjoyed this information and found it useful, please make sure you're subscribed to the Ready Entrepreneur podcast so you do not miss future episodes. And please leave a rating and a comment at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen so I can see your feedback. By the way, if you um, like to listen to podcasts somewhere and for some reason you didn't see Ready Entrepreneur where you'd normally listen, then let me know and I will make sure we're listed in that directory too. If you know someone who would benefit from all the tips and the strategies in the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, please Share the podcast with a friend. Let them know. Come over to the Ready Entrepreneur website to read blogs and download helpful PDFs and sign up for the community so I can keep you up to date with tips and ideas and strategies and other cool stuff at readyentrepreneur.com. And you can reach out to me directly at contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane. 